I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be when away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried ship a Thank you very much, and once again we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time, Brother Mon speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call. My opportunity to be with you by means of radio, and thank you for giving us your time. I hope our time is catching you just right, where you can hear the completion of our program. So as we say, from the banks of the Bon Secours River, the southernmost part of the state of Alabama, the office and ministries uh, building here, Fishers of Men Ministries International, my honor to be with you. In the book of Luke, Luke chapter 16, our thought will come uh, from this particular passage. If ever you hear something on this program uh, sort of provokes you for a question or some thought or some input, you can find us on the World Wide Web. That's just at www. It's just F-O-M-M on your computer, F-O-M-M, iPhone, iPad, F-O-M-M dot org. That'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries International here in the port of Bon Secours. The book of Luke, Luke chapter 16, I'll read a passage of scripture here a number of weeks ago. In fact, a number of months ago now, uh, we were on a subject uh, called uh, a place called a place called heaven. You said, the place called heaven? Yeah, heaven's a real place. It's just not floating around in an unconscious way. Maybe like you're just floating around on a cloud and just feeling good all day. Heaven is a place, just like I am seated in a seat. It has a floor. There's a foundation on this earth, a real place. The flip side of the coin, in Luke chapter 16, we have Jesus now talking about a certain rich man and a certain beggar. And of course, this rich man and beggar both die. We find in verse 22, came to pay it, pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angel to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And then it said, and in hell, he lift up his eyes. Just like heaven is a place, hell is a place. People say that hell is just the you know, the torment of your mind at death, thinking about how you look at things different. Oh, no, no. It says, and in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy upon me. People say, what is really going on in this place called hell? Now, I'll tell you what you can do. You can do like what most people do. They say, well, I just don't believe that. I'd rather someone tell me the truth, would you not? I, I just don't believe that. Would, sir, do you think that's going to change anything? Jesus said there is a certain man, and in hell he lift up his eyes. And the reason he went to hell was not because he was rich. 
What the hell? Because he made no preparation for his soul, you know. You say you shouldn't preach on such a thing because all you do is wind up scaring people. Well, uh, one of the evangelists out of America is, oh, well, he's gone to be with the Lord now many years. He said, I'd rather be hell scared than hell scorched, you know. In the book of Mark, Mark chapter 9, it talks about hell being a place of fire. There are some people that say that that hell is the grave, all right, hell, fire. And then it says in verse 23 here, in hell he lift up his eyes being in torments. Have you ever seen any fire in a grave? I have been asked by literally hundreds of people as far as funerals are concerned. Funerals of, of many, many people. I've looked down in that hole in that dirt, you know. I've never seen a fire there. So there must be something. There must be something to you uh, something more to you than just your body because it says and in hell he lift up his eyes being in torments if hell is a place of fire if you went there as far as your body is concerned ah uh, it just what it just be cremated just a matter of moments you know but it said in hell he lift up his eyes being in torments my friend you're more than just your body the bible's made you made in the very uh, image of God. We think about the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 1, 2, and 3. Think about the creation of man. As God is body, soul, and spirit, so is man. You have within you your body, a never dying soul, and your soul is just like your body. In fact, it's the real part of you. Your body is only your house that you'll lay down one day. They'll put it in the ground. Of course, I know there's all types of ways of disposing of the body today. The biblical way is still buried, you know. As far as this rich man, this poor man, they were buried, you know. But in hell, not his body, but his soul. For that being true, when we tell about Jesus Christ, we tell folk about Jesus, we call it going out soul winning, not body winning. No body goes to the ground. Soul winning at death departs. To be with the Lord, the maker, oh, if that person is saved and their sins forgiven, they trusted Christ. To hell, if there's no preparation for the soul. The cries, the cries from hell. What is the cry? The cry of what, you say, Brother Mon? And in hell he lift up his eyes being in torments. I cannot imagine that. Oh, uh, folk just to think uh, such a horrible place. It's just hard to realize right now there are millions of people suffering in the flames of hell. People going through pain never imposed upon them on this earth, undescribable torture and torment day and night forever and ever. To torment, to torture, to inflict pain, extreme pain. The Bible describes hell as a place of torment. Revelation chapter 14 and verse 10, it speaks of the, t the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they had no rest day and night. You know, I have somewhat been acquainted with some on the face of this earth that has experienced horrible pain. I don't know if you've ever done so, but sooner or later for a minister, he'll have to go to a hospital uh, different various kinds of hospitals, and some have what they have, what they call a burn unit, where people have been burned. And uh, some in just a small way, some just all over their body. You know, can I imagine walking down the halls? I just couldn't take it. I cannot take that. Just listening to people 
And my friend just lived in pain 24 hours a day. But people on this earth, you eventually either die or you get better. But in hell, my friend, you're there in torments forever and ever. And you'll cry as in verse 24. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on people. <laughs> mercy on me. And of course, later on in the passage, he talks about having mercy on other people also. Have mercy. See, people in hell will see they've rejected mercy in this life. And they'll beg through it throughout all eternity, you know. In the midst of torment will come the cry of mercy. Have mercy, but it's too late. The cry for mercy, are you listening, is now. Mercy is extended to people today. There's no mercy in hell. I find, I, I like the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16. It says, let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. Uh-huh. Boldly to the throne of grace. Obtain mercy to find grace in time of need. Now is the time of mercy. No mercy in this place of torment. What does this man ask for here? In verse 24, it says, send Lazarus, they may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. This is a cry of torment that has to do with a cry of thirst. I don't understand this. Now, I know as far as the physical body is concerned, the organs of the tissues of the body require water. All more so then must be the soul. You ever been thirsty? You ever been thirsty like bad thirsty? I've been in situations where I was out in a boat. We've been in fishing situations where we ran out of water. And just a thirst for water. Just a you know, it's a it's a horrible it's a horrible thing, you know. And uh, but the problem with if you're here on the face of the earth, sooner or later you can find some water. This man didn't ask for a gallon of water. He didn't ask for just a pint of water. He didn't ask for just a liter of water, just one drop of water, experiencing, like for the body, dehydration, but dehydration as far as the soul is concerned. And this cry for water was turned down. This man was told how that as far as deliverance is concerned, there was no deliverance from such a place. A cry of torment, a cry of mercy, a cry of thirst, a cry of deliverance. It says, in verse 26, Jesus said, And beside all this betwixt you, or between you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from hence. No deliverance. A great gulf fixed. A great distance between those two. He just never, he just never can get out. What would it be like to be in a place where you knew forever and forever and forever? I cannot even, with my mind, I cannot even fathom the word forever in a place that you'll never, ever, ever get out. Oh, my friend, is that your home? Are you saved, sir? Have you trusted Christ as your Savior? To understand that God sent his Son to this earth and that his son was willing to go to the cross to die for the sins of men. And if you but 
receive, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Receive what he did, the Savior. The Savior is the only person that can give life. He that hath the Son hath life. He that hath not the Son of God hath not life. I'm glad there was a time in my life I was delivered from such a place that Jesus calls hell. I don't have to go there. It is so good to be saved. In hell, there will not only be a cry of torment and mercy and thirst and a cry of deliverance, but a cry of compassion. If you know you can't get out, all right, the soul must be able to remember and think, you know. He remembers back to his uh, his father's house, all right. He must have kinfolk. Oh, could you send somebody to tell them that there is a place called hell? Could you send somebody there? They'll believe, they'll hear. I don't think so. You said, what are you talking about? Oh, it was settled that this man was in hell to stay. He was going to suffer forever. But wait, he notices every few moments, maybe there's a new scream, and he thinks about maybe it's somebody in his family. Go tell my brothers. I'm sure somebody did. But you know what? In hell, no request is answered. The prayers of people, all right, in hell, it'll never be at, so as far as prayer is concerned, and mercy, today is that day. Sir, is heaven your home? Have you trusted Christ, ma'am? If not, would you not trust Jesus? Jesus died for you. He offers you his love. He does not want you to go to a place. Hell was prepared for the devil and his angels. Please free, flee from such an idea to get this freedom that's in Christ. It's so good to be saved by grace. I'm glad I don't have to go to this horrible place. Jesus calls hell. Now until next week, the same time, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.